Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. All right, uh, out on the here's another new place to go and love a business out on the patio. 123rd and Slide Road is where you'll find them. Katrina is out there, and she just is has a, a most. It's just like a vision she had for this store, and it's so unique. And people come all over this part of the country, new, down in the Permian Basin, Basin, drive up here to shop with her because she has the finest in outdoor patio furniture and all the accessories. She's got outdoor art. I didn't, you know, I just noticed the paintings up there and she goes that's outdoor art yeah you can hang it outside and the weather won't hurt it and i don't i didn't even know. i didn't know, that <laughs> I didn't know it. but uh, you know lawn chairs everything you're looking for and and they're and they're the best in the business and she wanted to encourage everybody to like them on facebook go to facebook and and, and look it out on the patio and like them you'll see lots of great deals they've been having sales and lots of things going on in fact they're i don't know if their sale is still going on but i definitely go check it out but they have a, so many neat things in that store and they've got plates and things that you can put on tables and it's uh it's really a cool place so go out and see our 123rd slide and all the construction's finished so it's easy to get up and, and down now slide you, now. <laughs> yeah that's exactly right yeah. thank goodness and uh, here's another guy but don't join his facebook page that's joe heffley <laughs> unless you want to be made fun of but uh he's been cutting hair for about as long as tom street place has been around and uh he's in the city bank building lower floor and joe's a good friend and He's ready for football too, because he works. He works down. He's like one of the head guys down yep. on the field. Yep. Think, he's he's right there in that what used to be the tunnel. I don't know where he'll be now because the tunnel's gone. So I, I bet he's still in that area or something. But he makes sure those officials get in and out. He makes sure the teams get in and out. He's it's an important position. Yeah, he makes sure people aren't down there that are, that shouldn't be. That shouldn't be. <laughs> and uh, he's he's something else. We're gonna try to get Bart Thomas. We got Bart. Bart. Welcome to the I'm show. Here. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> glad to be here. Man, we're glad to have you. I had a great – I enjoyed talking to you yesterday. We should have yeah, taped right. that. We, we almost, almost talked too much and used up all our air time. <laughs> I know it. Man, it's an honor to have you here. And uh, you were, of course, at Zach's induction into the NFL Hall of Fame. The first Red Raider football player in the history of Texas Tech, Bart. How proud does that make you of your little brother? That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a it's been a a long road, and he's uh he's done everything to deserve it. He's just a good, dang good guy, and so that's what makes it even better. He really is, and and let's get it out front here. That really, the truth, Renown, you were the better athlete, <laughs> right? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> you I were. I definitely wasn't wasn't as dedicated as that guy. <laughs> didn't have that that gene that he got, but he's you know he's been doing that thing you know since he's. I guess third grade, you know, he was just so bound and determined, and I mean, taking weights and stuff on those are those stories you read aren't they're for real? When he took took weights and stuff, every vacation we took, there was one we took to Florida. We drive to Florida every Christmas in family van, and uh, we'd go to this place called Captiva Island, and and uh, we we'd go off on the shore, and we, he dropped some dumbbells in the ocean, and they were about ten foot deep. He made them stop. He dove and dove down and got the dumbbells and. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> yeah, Most people hadn't heard that story. Yeah. No, he's 
he's completely dedicated and, and has been. And, and even today, I mean, if you saw him, if you saw him, you know, out at the pool, you'd think, golly, this guy, he still, he still works out hard, rides his, rides his road bikes and runs and works out and eats, eats real healthy. He just, he's a, he's just a good, he's got it going on. So. He looks like he can still play. Oh, he looks, he looks wonderful. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's in great shape. So, yeah, he's, he's always been dedicated, no matter what it is, if it's, you know, football or his health or his family, he's real dedicated to it. So he's, I told my wife that she picked the wrong Thomas for sure. <laughs> no, she got a good one in you. There ain't yeah. no doubt about yeah, I'm, it. I'm okay. I'm <laughs> You're okay. He, he, he actually does it. So. Well, Bart, how neat was it? This is Craig Wells. How neat was it to be around some of those old white deer football players that were able to make it up there, some coaches, some administrators and all that, and people that, in a small town like White Deer, you guys knew pretty well and have seen Zach and yourself grow into the men that you guys have become. Yes, sir. Well, it was you know it was just a, it was incredible. And seeing you know we had a few of our players show. We had our the, the main thing was our head coach Wendy Williams. And I don't know if y'all saw him. He's in a wheelchair now. He's kind of pretty. He's he's almost inaudible. It's pretty pretty tough. But you know he's got Parkinson's. But oh. but uh, you know I wheeled him in there and. We got him in the aisle good, and Zach put him on the third row, but we didn't realize he was in a wheelchair right now. So, so we had to put him in the, on the edge of the aisle there. And, and uh, man, he couldn't hardly lift his head and everything. But, boy, when they mentioned the, – it was great when they mentioned the – showed the White Deer team up there and he mentioned his name. Boy, he raised his head and raised his arm. And I mean, it was – I saw that it. That was the most emotional part of the whole thing. I yeah. saw uh, it. Where else did Wendy coach? I know his, I know his name. Uh, he, w- he was at uh, – Dow Hart, and then he went to uh, okay. Monahan's. So yeah, he's he's been around. He's a really he's, good he's coach. In the, yeah, he's a good coach. He coached the wing tee boy. Up till yep, yeah. sure he did. Going anymore, so yeah. So he's he was really good at that. And, you know, he was a tough player. He played at WT. He was all conference guy at WT, and he was it. I mean, he, we just looked up to him. He was a great great human being. And y'all won state. Was it your senior year that yeah. y'all won state? At, yes, sir. At White Deer, and you were the quarterback. Well, did Zach was Zach a running back and linebacker? Yeah, he was just played defense. He he was linebacker. He okay. To the fourth game of the year, and then because uh, Wendy didn't play freshman, oh. <laughs> so and that's his, that was his deal. And and uh, I think they had a JV game, and, and seriously, this isn't a joke. I think he had eighty like eighty three percent of the tackles, you know, <laughs> in the game so, as a freshman. So we, I, they played Stanette or somebody, and yeah, they moved him up. That <laughs> yeah, it didn't take long to figure that out. Yeah, yeah, he decided to play freshman then, so Zach, Zach ended up being the leading tackler on the team. So. I told you Wendy was a good coach. <laughs> <laughs> he figured it out. That uh, you know, I I I want to encourage everybody. I was out of town and didn't get to see it live, but I watched the video last night, and I was so impressed with Zach and. I can't imagine he left anybody out. He he uh, got emotional a few times with you and yeah. and certainly yeah. with Junior Sale and his parents and and uh, Wendy uh-huh. and and uh, but he called you his hero and uh, <laughs> and uh, you probably think uh, y'all probably here was the deal, Bart. Y'all were probably each other's heroes would be my guess. Yep. Yeah, that, that, that's true. You know, he's you know he's a little brainwashed. I brainwashed him. <laughs> He thinks I'm better than I was, but he's yeah, he's he's my hero too. I mean, just to watch him progress and, and mature, and 
Can you can you imagine some of those Thomas brothers uh, skirmishes in yeah, the house? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. My boys always get on to them. Well, they they're they're on each other all the time. I mean, they've probably been in two hundred and fifty fights. And my Zach and I, we can count on one hand. We probably were in three or four. And that's about it. You know, we kind of were on the same team. So we, <laughs> yeah. I always I always use that example with my boys and they fight. Said so we didn't grow up like that. You know, we try to make them feel bad about it, but they still <laughs> they still get after yeah. it. So. Yeah. Mark, take us through a little bit. And I know you were not completely around it, but the time leading up to him walking out on that stage. I, he, he had to be scared and nervous and proud and all of the emotions that you can imagine going through. Yeah. Well, you know, he told me, he said, in this in this deal, you know, he he's not a media guy. He's he's real real quiet and reserved and he doesn't like all that uh publicity and things like that. And but this deal here is a little different thing. And he told me, he said he said, you know, I there's so much respect for this this honor. And he said, I'm, I'm going to do everything I can. I'm going to talk to everybody I can. I'm going to, I'm not nervous to give speeches. I, he said, this is just, this is something I'm honored to do. You know, and if, I don't know if you were, you guys weren't there, but, but during the speeches, you know, about half of the hundred guys up on stage, you know, the hall of famers that are around listening to the speech, you know, it got hot. About half of them went in the green room, you know, and, and, uh, boy, Zach, after he got his pictures, after his speech, he's back out there sitting down and, you know, about half of them come back. There's about 200 and something, about 200, I think, that are still alive, you know. And about 100 of them came back to the deal. And, and uh, Zach said, uh, I'm not going to be one of those guys. I'll be back every year. Um, I'll be, I'll sit out there in the heat and take it. He said, this is just an honor. And he said, it's a privilege to to be able to do this. He said, so I'm going to do it every year. I'm never going to miss. So I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, that, really that is. Cool. That's, and, that, and that's Zach. Yeah. That is Zach. Yeah. You didn't play yeah. at Pampa, did you? Just, just Zach. You, well, you, why I do. Yeah, Zach transferred his junior year to Pampa. Yeah, and then Bart was going to go to the Air Force Academy, and you tore your ACL while you were there. And I, but I, it, I actually went. Yeah, yeah, actually you actually went. It, yeah, but you did. You weren't. You, then you left and came to Tech. How good That's was right. that? Yeah, sure. yeah that was, it worked out. I tell you, I, I went through four of the five weeks of basic training, which is the hard part. I wish I could have stayed. <laughs> <laughs> got after, I, I, I went there because I wanted to fly and all this, and then I. Once I just got older, I was like, no, nah, I don't think I would have loved that flying anyway. So <laughs> yeah. I don't like to get on planes much anyway. So, so anyway, it, it all worked out for the best. Did you and Bart make all Southwest Conference together? I mean, did yeah, you and Zach? That's, little, that's kind of our little, yeah, that's our little, little small town claim to fame. We're the only brothers that played all conference in that 80-year history. Of the How cool is that? <laughs> that is really, <laughs> see, a lot of people don't know that, Bart. Yeah. They don't know yeah. that. Yeah. Well, it was so long ago, I'm surprised they remember anybody's names. <laughs> I know it. That's 30, 35 years ago. Yep. 30 years ago. I know it. Well, Bart, tell us a little bit. Uh, Zach's got some uh, kids. Or, are they athletes? Yep, they're all soccer players, man. They're, he married a Colombian girl, and I mean, he's got about 100 people in his in his little inner circle. Of, of <laughs> and, they, and I mean, they're, they're big into soccer. You know, his... His little girls are good. They travel all over the country, and he's Mr. Mom. I mean, he gets up in the mornings. And, yeah, I think he still gets up 5.30 or 6, does his workouts, and runs the beach, and he goes back in and gets ready to take him to school. And then he goes back. He's got a 30-minute drive everywhere he goes. And so then he comes back home, does a little office work, and then he goes and picks him up from school and takes him to eat and then takes him to soccer practice. I mean, it's <laughs> He's Mr. Mom. And, yeah, only time I get a call from him is when he's in the car with all the kids, and they call me. Every other day, and it's just a man. It's a circus in that thing, man. 
I, I know it. Well, I, I saw the kids on TV, and he he made it through. When he finished talking about them, because I made it through. I loved his line. I can't remember yeah. exactly what he said, but I spent my whole life trying to reach my dreams, and something about now yeah. my life is about helping you reach your dreams. Yeah, something, that's right. That's a, that's a great. He does it that way, too. I yeah. mean, Jim Rich has got the. He's got a great husband. I mean, he does it all. So he's he doesn't put anything on her. He puts it all on himself. Because he she he told her once the NFL was over, because she was with him for you know, I guess from '01 to to, to retire in '08. So that's seven years. And he told her that once this is over, I'm gonna pay you back. So, and he stuck with it. He's he's done it all because she had to do it when he was playing. You know. So you know, yeah. Bart, David and I were well. David and I were talking a little bit about what separates good and great and so forth but zach was so prepared for every game for every practice that it was almost what made him the great player that he was was that he could do things that nobody else could do because of his preparation to be great Uh and i've never seen a linebacker read like he's the best i've ever seen at reading that's that's it is incredible, yeah. He just – his instinct, he, he, I mean, a lot of it was study, but a lot of it was just instinct. He just he just could see the way guys were lined up and could, had a good feel for it. He just – it was really uh, – it, it was almost odd to see how good he was every game. <laughs> yeah, it was like he was in the huddle. He put the time in. <laughs> yeah, he put the time in. But, you know, he, he was kind of labeled, you know, out of, out of college for sure that he wasn't, you know, wasn't big enough, wasn't fast enough. Well – um, Jimmy always says he 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 told my dad and I this again. He's told it before, but when we, when Zach got, you know, when we surprised Zach with the with the honor at his house, you know, we had to wait for him for about half an hour. Jimmy Jimmy told us he goes, man, I always love an old when Spike come out and said Zach had pedestrian speed. He said that's the best thing ever happened to me. He said because all these coaches went away, and he said I didn't want him to run the combine. I knew he could run. And, yeah. Yeah. He said, you know, there were thirty. I guess there were thirty-two linebackers at the combine. He he come back with the fourth fastest time out of thirty-two linebackers. But but no one knows that. Everyone just thinks, oh, oh Zach worked so hard and studied so hard. Yeah. And that's why he made it. Well, not everyone can make it, and it doesn't matter. You got to have some speed to yeah. build his deal. He for for thirty yards, he was as fast as anybody. For forty yards, he was still pretty fast. I think he was he went a four six eight or something. I'm uh, telling you, he had some talent. Pretty good. He had yeah, some he had talent. Pretty good. Had some pretty good wheels that people didn't know about, you know. So. Well, of course, one of the best plays in the history for Texas Tech was the interception yeah, against yeah. A&M, and he goes in there and runs <laughs> into the bell. And, yeah, oh, yeah. And A&M's throwing the ball. They didn't have to throw it. And Zach, he, it's like he was the guy they were trying to – he read it so well yeah. and took it yeah. in for the touchdown. He, he's he got a – you know, y'all both have a lot of great memories, and he has – all those pro memories too, but uh, what yeah. a what a tremendous honor to be in the NFL Hall of Fame. And how cool was it that yeah. Jimmy Johnson was the one that told him that he was oh, getting in? That's great. And the yeah, same date, awesome. August the fifth, he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. That was the same date, August the fifth, that Jimmy Johnson made him the starter at that's linebacker. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, we didn't re- we didn't realize that. My sister was the one that told us about that. She said she remembers. She goes, "Let's look that up because I remember." I was thinking this was the day I had my calendar. You got drafted. She keeps up with all that kind of stuff. So yeah, and uh, it, it, that's when it was. It was it was pretty odd. That's it's, pretty cool. 
Well, I know that you were thrilled to be there and and uh, to be a part of it. And I was so uh, impressed with what Zach did and the way that he talked about so many people. And of course, what he did for Texas yeah. Tech and and you know talking about yeah. the coaches and uh, he was really he was blessed. We were blessed to have him. Both of y'all here at Texas Tech. I and can I, tell you and that. it's I a compliment to you guys for how close your family is and how how it was such a family honor to be able to sit there and look at Zach at the culmination of his career end at the very, very best. Well, we're down to about a minute left here, Bart. We want to have you – are you all coming to a Tech football game? Yeah, we're going to come We're going to come to at least a couple of them. We've got you know, we've got our youngest still there, so so we'll be coming back to see him and, and head to a couple games. I've got one of my best friends there still. Paul Springer mentioned that guy's name. He's a – Oh yeah, he's a stud there. Love it. Oh yeah, Paul's a good friend of mine. He's a, he's something else. Hey, when you come back, we're always out at the stadium on home game days. We do our show from out there. I want you to come over, and sit in with us. Awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I'll, I'll holler at you for sure. Yeah, well, I'll give you a call and we'll we'll get it set up. You come sit in with us. Tell Zach we're proud of him. We'll get him on the show one of these days before long. Sounds great. I appreciate you guys, buddy. You did a great job. I appreciate you very much taking the time to do this. No problem, no problem. Thank you, guys. All right. Bart Thomas, everybody. Zach Thomas's older brother. We'll be right back. Sports Talk Conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Yeah, I'm totally off on my spots, but uh, I will tell you, Westmark Realtors, family of real estate professionals, that's Amy Henry who's played at Monterey and had a lot of fun at the at the banquet that we had. But just to, you know, you, you could tell a lot about a company by looking at the agents and how many have been there for so long. And you look at Westmark's roster, you're going to say, my gosh, how long have they been there? They love it there. They love the community that they have, the people that they have, and they take care of the customers and clients. That's what they do at Westmark. Give them a call at 794-6000. The commercial division is booming as well at Westmark. And Mac Owen with the Owen Group, we appreciate him and all that he does. It's Texas Sports Marketing is also a part of that, and a lot of opportunities right now to support uh, Lubbock ISD. He he helps. Uh, that's one of his clients, Lubbock uh, Independent School District. And there's a lot of sports activities right now that are available through Texas Sports Marketing, where you can get your name out in front of thousands and thousands of people. Yeah, give Mac a call, but the best place to go is go to ongrp.com. Ongrp.com. You can get all the information. All right, we got Bobby. Bobby, go. Hey, Bobby, Bobby, got to go pretty quick, buddy. What's going on? I would like to endorse Coach Gomez or Coach Darren Hayes as athletic director at LCU University. At what now? At Lubbock Christian University. All right. Is it open? Yes, there it is. Uh, Scott, Scott, he's going to Black Hills he just State reti- University. I just yeah. talked to Scott. He yeah, didn't tell he's, me. He's going to Black Hills State University, I think. Well, he's great. Scott's yep. been great. But yep. I agree with you. Those are two great names, Bobby. I love Coach Gomez and I love Coach Hayes. So. Well, I think Coach he, Gomez, he, he probably wants to coach more. But, but he and his, he's getting I, to coach with his son this year. Yeah. I, I, would like to see, I would like to see one of those two guys get the head I hear you. Bobby, you're on top of it as usual. Here, I've talked to Scott Larson two or three times in the last week, and not one time did he mention I'm going to Black Hills somewhere. Anyway. All right, buddy. Appreciate you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right, we got Rodney. Have we got called Rodney yet? Are we going to call Rodney? Rodney Allison. 
He, are you in Midland or did you stay? No, I'm in Midland down here with my mom. <laughs> yeah. Tell her we said hello. We will. She's doing better. Really is. That so is good. That. Good news. That's good news. And and yeah. Rodney, of course, has been on our show for years and years and been a huge asset to our show for through the years. But and, and what he's done with the Double T Found uh, organization has been uh, unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. But uh, fantastic. But he wanted. To, he's got a son, Sloan, who's uh, who lives in uh, Maui, and uh, it's got kind of got kind of exciting, didn't it, Rodney? Yeah, and you know, and to be honest, David, it's kind of become our second home too. We've been, I think, eleven times, and yeah, you know, since the time that they've been over there, and I think most people know. And next couple three months, we're going to be moving over there, and uh, and kind of it will become our home. But uh, the situation over there in the last four or five days has just been devastating, and oh, a lot of people love it. You know, you'd be interested. I mean, it's kind of interesting. A lot of people have been to Maui from Lubbock, and yeah. you know, are familiar with that island and. Lahana, where most of the devastation was, was is one of the most beautiful places on the earth. I mean, it's just an un- incredible place over, you know, on the, on the other side of the island from where we're going to live. But uh, it's just, a, it's, it's Sloan, my son, sends me pictures, numerous pictures every single day. And it's just, it's, it looks like a war zone over there. And, uh, but, uh, I'm just going to ask for people if y'all are willing to be able to help and 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 uh, you know help some of these folks, some of these families uh, out. Uh, we'd be willing to take anything that you'd be willing to to give us to help some of these people over on Maui. And just to kind of tell you my slot, so and the whole concept of what's going on now, nobody's working, David. Yeah. Everybody is helping people over there. I mean, it's like the whole island is shut down except to, to help these folks and. FEMA got in there a couple of days ago, and it's it's they've they've brought uh, obviously a lot to the island. But these people are in such need of just generators and gas and just necessities of life, and uh, uh, it's just an awful awful situation over there. It really is, and I you know, and his uh, grandson Ozzy, I, I will tell you that there is some lot you know still going on because I saw a picture of Ozzy going to kindergarten or something. It, is he's yeah yeah the fire got about a i don't know a few miles away from where uh, from my son's house and my house and but they had to evacuate for a couple days but that side of the island and where wailea and kihei and that part of the island is in you know what was not affected very much just mostly the other side of the island where lahana is and uh it's just awful so no rodney it's really kind of gratifying because you knew it was going to happen the people from that one side of the island are really pitching in and helping the other people as much as they possibly can and uh, your son included by doing a lot of things that uh, any way they can to help in any way possible yeah you know like every morning my son and i think a couple of his guys that works with him and his real estate agents they go by every generator they can they find as many gas cans as they can. They, their little niche they've carved out is pretty much generators and gas. And, you know, other people are doing a good job with water. The babies over there don't have diapers. I mean, why? Uh, I mean, there's just so many, just, just every little thing that, that people need on a daily life. Uh, Sloan told me the other day, he they went over there, I guess it was yesterday or the day before, and there was five kids from probably age 7 to 13 just sitting on the side of the road. 
their homes gone, their parents were gone, and it's just it's a it's just a crazy. Stu- I mean, it's unbelievable what's going on over there, and the people, like you said, Craig, are just jumping in at feet first to do everything they can. They can. It'd be something similar that if something happened like that in Lubbock or whatever. I mean, we would see the same kind of people doing the exact same things to to help their people in the community. And if you want to help, Rodney, you can text Red Cross to 90999 and you'll make a $10 donation. It's that simple. Just text Red Cross to 90999. And you'll maybe making a you'll be making a ten dollar donation. Uh, what if you wanted us to do more, Rodney? What if somebody really wanted to ju- step up and uh, if if they wanted, you know, because of you and Sloan being there and your involvement and you're going to be living there, you and Lee. What what is there something they could do if they really wanted that, those that are capable of doing something big yeah. to really help? How do we do that? Well, the thing I figured out I think would be the easiest thing to do, and I tell you who initiated this thought in my mind was craig craig you know we were texting yeah. yesterday and he just mentioned uh just let us know if there's anything we can do or love it can do to help and if, if 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 and this is just me and sloan doing this this is nobody else and uh uh if y'all want to venmo some money to my venmo i will make sure that it goes strictly to sloan and what his purpose is and that's getting these people gas and generators so they can you know uh continue to live and and uh and this money will go 100% to, to generators and gas and uh, things that are necessary uh, for the community. And my Venmo is at Rodney-Allison-5. At Rodney-Allison-5. Okay. The and number five or the or spell out five? No, the number five. Okay. I got it right and, here, buddy. And people, probably 90% of the people in Lubbock have my cell phone numbers. So if you just want to text me, if you want to text me and just want to help, I'll guide you. And if uh, anybody, and we've got a goal today, me and Sloan talked about it uh, a little bit ago or last night, that uh, I think he's helped 19 to 20 families so far. And we're going to, our goal is to help 200 families in the next uh, two weeks. So, um, any help that anybody could give uh, give us on this uh, little mission we're on, uh, uh, we would appreciate it. That is a, that's really cool of y'all to do. And, all right. Uh, Let me give you that Venmo one more time. You just send it right straight to Rodney. All right. It is at Rodney, R-O-D-N-E-Y, dash Allison, A-L-L-I-S-O-N, dash the number five. At Rodney dash Allison dash five, and that adds that little sign for at right, and you'll you'll get right to Rodney. Yeah, and just you can call me too. I don't care, but like I said, most people have my number, but it's eight zero six four seven four two three seven zero, and you get it taken care of. That's that's great. I appreciate you doing and, that. And and we're receiving everything, and we'll we'll send you verification of what family you've helped and all that. So we're going to keep a close monitor on where the money's going and which families uh, each person helps, and uh, we will make sure that they know who who they helped. That is really cool that yep. you will do that at Rodney's dash Allison dash five. All right. Yes, sir. That's got it. Anything? Hey, what else? We had Bart on. I don't know whether you heard him, but Bart Thomas. 
to have bars. So you've had a – hey, i tell you what, Casa – Pet night and Raider Red meats. That's pretty salty. <laughs> I know it. I know it. It's time to go, isn't it? Time to get it going. We, yeah, then you throw me on top of that. Hell, everybody wants something. Did you hear yeah. Debbie, Debbie McGuire's on? She opened up the practice today, the scrimmage, <laughs> to the whole public. She, Hell, I listened to her a while ago, and I was pacing the room. Like that. <laughs> I know it. Okay, she, Rodney, I'm going to get on your football side real quick. You've okay. been around football and you've been around tech a long time. You got to sit think something special's fixing to happen. Yeah, and I'm just not quite sure it's this year. And I hope it is. And I hope Debbie was right. But let's go ahead and get this thing. But something just tells me that we're maybe a year away from maybe playing for whatever it is that, that I think Joey eventually will play for, whether it's conference championship, national championship, whatever that is. I think we're a year away from that, but I'm going to tell you what. I've been out to practice, uh, I don't know, four or five times. We have a great-looking football team. We've got we're, we've got the best-looking, physically-looking team that we've had since I've been here in my 12 years and probably the best-looking team that we've had in a long, long time. And uh, But they're getting there. They're right on, the I think, the cuffs of doing re- something really special at this place. And we've got some depth, Rodney. Yeah. Which well, is I nice. What, the depth that, that you're talking about, I think we've got in the secondary and the linebackers, but you've got depth up front defensively, and that's to me, is as important as anything. If we're as good or as improved, if Coach McGuire thinks we are on the offensive line and we've got depth, then we've got a chance to win a bunch of games. Uh, because, you know, Craig, you've seen it forever. I mean, you can't play three defensive linemen for 60 minutes. No. Nope. It's just not. That's just the way it works. You've got to be able to rotate those guys in and out, and when you rotate them, that second one's got to be close to what that first one was. And that just tells you that you're getting to where you need to be to play uh, big big league football. And yep. I think we're getting there on both sides of the ball up front. So. Yeah, got to stay healthy. And that's the key, isn't it? It really is, to get those big guys well, it, up it, front. It always is, but that's where – your depth comes into play too. Yeah. I tell you what happens when you have depth on your football team, it it it, it equates to better special teams play. Uh, when you've got more DBs, more linebackers, those are your special teams guys for the most part. And when you can put, when you've got depth on your football team, especially defensively, it makes your special teams a lot better, and you can actually have a chance to win a game or two on special teams. So. We've got a lot going for us, and it's the improvement that they've made in such a short period of time. And I will say this while I'm on the line talking about football. I know Matt Wells, there's a lot of negative stuff is, is said about Matt Wells, but he did not leave this place just totally dry for Coach McGuire either. And, no. uh, there were some players in this program. I appreciate you so, saying that. And, and really, Rodney, you think – I don't know of a coach in the history – Maybe uh, coaches were going through it then that were so hamstrung. He comes in, follows Cliff, and it pretty was barren. And then we have COVID. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. guy had no chance, really. And he was a great guy, really a great guy, probably a really good coach. We just, we never yeah, got a chance. A, you know, he made some questionable decisions. And, you know, I defended him for the most part, but it got to where, you know, it got to a point it was hard to defend. <laughs> I know it. Some of the stuff he was doing, but, uh, but he did not leave the covered bear here when he left. And I think, you know, obviously Joey's done a magnificent job and, and just everything he seems to touch turns to gold. But, uh, but uh, 
I he's the guy. Say that about me. Yeah, I know well, he's I, the guy. I appreciate you saying that about about he, Matt. Yeah, Coach McGuire's the best thing that's happened to this school in a long time, I think, football-wise. He's, he's something else. I agree. He really is. I agree with you. Appreciate you saying that. All right. So, uh, something else I was going to ask you, now I've forgotten uh, what it was. But we are uh, – I'm excited about Red Raider football. I know that. And that, but I just – it's everywhere, Rodney. It is everywhere, that uh, the excitement for Red Raider football this year. I hope it, I hope we just make a great run and, and – uh, who knows what could happen? You, know, you start winning, big things happen. Yeah, and you know this is the way you want your program. You want expectations on your program. I mean, that's what yeah. that's what you want. I mean, that's what you work your butt off is to have those expectations and pressure of you know contingent contending for the conference championship and all that stuff. I mean, that's what you work for. And he, Coach McGuire's done it in a very short period of time. He really has. When are you going back to Maui? Uh, we don't know yet. Travel over there is a little iffy uh, right now, and uh, yeah. but we're looking at everything. Maybe the next time we go might be when we go. So, oh, uh, I tell you what else is cool is that Rodney told me yesterday he, uh, he is officially retired, but he is part time and he's going to be hanging around here till at least good. probably the early in November. Isn't that right, Rodney? Yeah, I'm going to hang around, and hopefully, uh, you know, my dra- my uh, tenure here has not been very successful in football and <laughs> if we're really if we're really good this year i die. may go I, I may go through the season just <laughs> a boy i mean i i gotta see it if we're as good as i hope we're gonna be i'm i'm almost i'm gonna stay around to, to see that so. hey now are you are you still involved where if zach's coming to town for a game zach and bart we could get him on the show oh yeah i'm, I'm still involved with the hall of fame and pretty much everything that's going to yep. go on this fall and my replacement will start um september 1st and maybe if they want me to hang around help them through the transition i'll do that but i officially retired i think last or the first of this month and i'm gonna work part-time tech has been gracious enough to let me hang around for a couple of months so i'm gonna do that well since you're retired is lee trying to find you a job yet Hmm. No, she's trying to find her a job in Maui. <laughs> That'll be a good one. Hey, we're about to go. Thank you, Rodney. Okay, y'all take care. Have we'll see you, buddy. Day. Rodney Allison, everybody. We'll be right back. Sports Talk Conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. All righty. Let me see where I am here. The... Uh, I think I'm pretty good. Table 82, I do want to mention that. You talk about a great place to go eat. And it's part of the Lost Priestess. You can go to either one of them. They're both great. And they do a fantastic job. Table 82, they're on 82nd and Quaker Avenue in Kingsgate North. And you will love that place. It's like four restaurants in one. It really is. And you can. it's casual. It's dressy. Whatever you want it to be. And it has delicious food. And Texas Tech, you talk about Texas Tech atmosphere. They bought all the old stuff for the 50-yard mm-hmm. line. And it's in there. And it's just like a museum when you go in there and take a look at all of it, plus the great food. And uh, also, HG Thrash Clothier Company, I want you to – I was in there. I've been there a couple times here lately and uh, do a fantastic job. Men's Clothing Store, they're opening a new one, Craig, and not far from – yep, a lot closer to right. your house. Yep. And uh, it's going to be in the Kingsgate – just Kingsgate on 82nd and Quaker, and it's uh, it's going to open in September. 
And so that's, it's getting close. Sometime yep, in September, yep. it's going to be opening up, and I'm really excited about that. So we're going to split up Jeremy and Howard? No, I don't know how they're going to do that. I don't Probably. But <laughs> it's uh, they're like a team. And, yep. And, uh, but it'll They'll be, have it. The no home problem. office at 2010 Broadway is still going to be there. It'll still be the home. Yep. And uh, it's – Get your tech shirts. Yeah. They do a fantastic job. I'm It's one of the finest men's stores in the world. Right there, right here in Lubbock, Texas, yep. 2010 Broadway Avenue, soon to open in Kingsgate uh, Shopping Center. All right. Do we get, do we got Gio? Gio, welcome to the pro. I wanted you in the studio, Gio. Everybody's coming to the studio today. You, I just saw Rodney wasn't there, was he? Well, Rodney wasn't there. No, that's right. <laughs> but he wasn't even going to be on the show today. He's in Midland. But, uh, it, we had Debbie McGuire. She opened up the uh, practice uh, <laughs> scrimmage today to the public. That was nice of her. Well, she's she's got a lot of power. Uh, you <laughs> know, was. I kind of thought I'd heard that it was closed, and then she said it was open, and I thought, am I going to say anything? Heck no. She's the coach's wife, man. Yeah, but we got it corrected. Yeah. It is not open. Do not go to the practice scrimmage today. It is not. You won't get in. It's closed. Okay, but, Robert, speaking of open and closed – uh September 9th is getting closer every day. Uh what 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 are we going to do about parking and all that stuff for the first game? Well, I'm assuming all that information is going to be coming our way pretty soon. Yeah, we've so the people that are going to be most impacted were the were the donors that parked on the east side and right. if you've seen it there's trailers and other things out there and most of those uh parking uh lot Parking space holders have been notified. There's going to be a couple options for them. One would be the Raider Park Garage, or they could park at the Ranching Heritage Center. Then we'll run a shuttle back and forth for them uh, all night long so that they can pull up, you know, pull them right back up to the front of the stadium, pick them up in front of the stadium, and take them back to their parking spot. It's it's what we consider a, an inconvenience this year for the greater good, for, you know, after everyone sees what that's going to look like next year. He did say that most of them have been notified. You right. may be one of the ones that hadn't been. <laughs> no, I don't and, park. And you'll, east. <laughs> and you'll show up and go, what's the deal? Well, as sure as I say that uh, we've notified everyone, I'll get an email saying, I've not been notified. So I'm covering myself in case somebody out there hasn't you, been notified. You've yeah. had to learn how to talk a so, certain Robert, way. The trailers are for the uh, visiting teams, and then they'll come down the same. Uh, what used to be the ramp is now, I guess, still a kind of a ramp, but. They'll come. They'll enter the stadium in in the same way. Yes, yeah. It's a little smaller. We actually toured with Kirby yesterday. The those those trailers. So there's a there's a separate trailer for the coaches. There's a separate trailer for female staff members. For you know for the visiting team, and then there's a, a big locker uh, trailer that also has bathrooms and showers in it. They will um, they will use, they'll come out of there and they'll come down that same tunnel that they've always come down. And then, interestingly enough, after the year, after the season's over, you know, we're tearing down the uh, football training facility. And so our team will actually utilize uh, some of those trailers until all the construction is yeah. complete and, and their spaces are up. Yeah. You know, that may be better than what the visiting dressing room was in the old stadium. <laughs> probably, oh, my gosh. Probably you know, is. I, I, did, I did see some criticism on, on social media that they couldn't believe we we're doing this. Be so nice to people. It, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just looked at it and I said, uh, "It's so much better than our old visiting team locker room mm-hmm. in the stadium." Yep. Anyone who's been here before would say this is an upgrade. Yep, yep, yep. All right, now you and, said yeah. we're tearing down the football. And then all, all those football offices and stuff that we built not too long ago, we're tearing all those down. 
yeah, so that there'll be a new there'll be a new uh, football training facility uh, put up in that location after that one is demolished, and then there'll be, it'll be it'll connect with the south end zone and also connect with uh, the indoor practice facility. So it's again it'll, it'll become the largest contiguous uh, football facility in the country when all that's complete. Robert, will the coaches be able to get into their new offices by the time that they have to tear down the other ones, or is there a kind of interim period in there? Uh, I think there'll be an interim period there for, you know, and, and I'll be honest, I don't really know what the plan is for them, but I know right now, you know, we're building new track offices yep. for coach Kitley and his staff. And right now they are officing in the suites in the, in the West side until those offices are complete. They'll move. Uh, I know when we were building um, some offices over here and then during COVID, we also used some of the, uh, the West suites as offices. So I think there'll probably be a plan in place, yep. but there's really not, office space in those trailers so uh, i'm i'm assuming that they'll move them to the west side for office yep. space until until it's time to move into the south end zone and speaking of construction is our baseball completely finished it's not completely finished they're still working on the cages and everything but uh, it's a really nice facility we were in there yesterday actually seeing coach tadlock and, and some of the staff and uh, it's it's a it's a fantastic facility. There's still working on some of the the cages uh, from where the old cages were, and uh, you know they're getting ready. Their their team will report uh, for school here in their first meeting in, in a couple of weeks, and then then uh, Coach Tadlock is trying to decide when he'll start fall ball and some of those practices once he has a little better feel for uh, when that project will be completed. Well, I got to tell you, I'm looking at this. I've got this rendering of the south end zone right now. This is amazing. And it is absolutely beautiful what we're building there. It really is. We walked it yesterday um, underneath. So, you know, we're putting a club area underneath. There will be a recruit uh, area underneath. And it's just amazing. And and Jonathan Boutros, who's our new deputy, he would actually sent us a rendering the other day of, when that south end zone is complete and then we put the double t scoreboard on the top of it like it was on the old south end zone it is just going to be towering over uh this facility and it, and it's going to be so much more enclosed i think people will be amazed how different it will look when it is complete and i think the impact that's going to make on the on the noise in the stadium and retaining the the, the noise and, and and plus it's just beautiful too. It's just a beautiful. Facility. That is, I, I can't believe it how gr- how great it looks, and and really, I think that uh, of course Kirby Hocutt it says our intent is to be the top athletics department in the country. Yep. I, yeah. See, that's that's the way you got to think, right, Geo? Well, Kirby is Kirby has definitely uh, changed the culture, I think, and changed the expectations and. He's respected nationally. He's respected inside the uh, the building, and and he has made these facilities a priority. And uh, I think that the coaches that, that are still wanting a little bit more in their sports, I think, are in online to uh, to get those as well. And and I think it's been a pretty well executed master plan that Kirby and and again Jonathan and and you know Mike Ryan, who handles all of our facilities, have have handled kind of the master plan of of what's you know, what's going up. I mean, when you look at the facilities that are going up now that, that some of these guys are dealing, Mike uh, in particular, having to deal with all these things happening at one time, it, it's it's an amazing juggling act. And uh, But everything has been first class when you look at what happened at the Womble, 
uh, what's happening here, what happened to baseball. These are first-class facilities. Robert, while we've got you, I I want to commend you because I know they're under your your guidance. But your creative staff and your your marketing department and so forth have just done an outstanding job on social media and the various other avenues that they they reach out to. But Texas Tech is, I, I, I think, to the point now where we used to be chasing other people to be as good as i think without a doubt and in all phases and we talk about facilities included people are wanting to be like texas tech now and especially i think these teams that are going to come into the big 12 they're going to say hey we've got to do some texas this point we've got to get to where tech is yeah you know my team has has created this little moniker create 06 uh, to you know, to play in on 806 and what they're doing, and, and it's funny. We were interviewing uh, a photographer. We we just hired a photographer, and we had such a talented applicant pool, and all of them were saying, "I'm coming from some big time programs and some from some NFL organizations, major league baseball organizations applying," and you know, all of them were saying, "Gosh, what Texas Tech is doing! I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of their creative team. I want to be." You know, I want to learn from your photographers. I want to learn from what's what's going on. I, I would stack what we're doing video-wise, photography-wise, up against anyone in the country. And, again, that, that comes at a price, right? You've got to make a commitment that you're going to do it, and you're going to hire the people, and you're going to, you're going to hire the staff. We, we consistently rank in the top 10, 15 in the country amongst interactions on our social media. Our fan, and, and that's the, the beauty of tech fans, right? They engage. They, they lock in. They're passionate. Uh, they see something they like, they'll comment on it, they'll be a part of it. And that, that does make a difference. And when you look at all this conference realignment uh, and everything else that goes on to it, it's not like 1985 where you're like saying, well, Lubbock's a 144 market in the country in, in television. They're looking at the digital footprints you have, too, and you know how your fans engage and interact, and it's making a difference. People are noticing that it's not an accident that Texas Tech is in the top ten in football interactions and basketball interactions and baseball interactions. It's our, our fans are stepping up, and so we we want to give them content that that, that makes them want to keep coming back. And, and I think it's been a good it's been a good combination. Obviously, we've got a great fan base who is supportive of us, got a great administration who's 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 uh, putting money into us to to allow us to do it. And then I I, I do have some of them. I'm not uh, a creative, but uh, the creatives that I have are, are really fantastic and so dedicated and work so many hours. It's, you can't even imagine, Craig, I do know you cause you've been here. And, and again, even in the past, we were not able to in the past work with recruits and recruiting classes. And that was always nice, but now that, those, some of those restrictions have been yep. relaxed. So that's more yep. my, my team has to be there to help with, you know, create graphics and photography and stuff for, for recruits to try to help there. And so uh, fortunately they love what they do. And, um, and we got great coaches and, and great people to be around here at Tech. I think we're I think we're in about as good a position that mm-hmm. I've ever seen Texas Tech in, and and I credit mm-hmm. Kirby Hocutt with a mm-hmm. lot of that. But uh, you and uh, the support staff, the guys that make it, and the guys that are where the rubber meets the road, and I, I'm just excited. Well, and we've hired the greatest coaches, Gio. Yeah. My gosh, we got a great coaching staff. And for the first time. In a, not the first time, but for this time we have right now, in a long, long time, we're on equal footing financially with a lot of schools right yeah. now. You know, it's not such a big gap between Texas and Oklahoma and us yeah. or between the others. I mean, we're not 
as much as Texas, but we're you know we're in the we're on the playing field with everybody. Oh, there's no doubt. We're, we I, I would put our people up against anybody's across the board, and like you know, starts at the top. But the, the coaches are great too. But but our staff here. I, one of the reasons people ask me why I love coming to work is I love I love the people I work with. It's a it's a great family atmosphere, and and we love Texas Tech. Well, you're doing a great job, buddy, and we appreciate you. Tell the rest of the guys, too, we appreciate them. Did you win the golf match? Uh, uh, Jonathan Buchos and I teamed up, and we did We did come out on top, yes. Okay. You beat Kirby and who? Bammer. Bammer? Bammer played? And how much did you win? <laughs> we just won, an, we just won an, a pat on the back. Oh, okay. All right, buddy. Thank okay. you, Gio, for being on right. today. Thank you, guys. See you later. Robert Giovanetti. You've been listening to the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live Saturday mornings from 9 to noon on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app.